0: Welcome back to the Higher Battle Podcast. Glad you're joining us today for another Wednesday. Today, it is another episode of our Trusting God With series, and we have Tashay with us today. So honored to have her with us. She is the founder of Bond and Seek, which is a Christian minimal loungewear brand, and she's just doing amazing things for the Lord through that and just sharing his light and speaking life into people's lives. So it's just so exciting to have her here today. If you want to introduce yourself to the audience and anything you'd like them to know about you before we kind of get into this episode, that would be amazing. Okay. So my name is Toshay. I am the
1: founder of Bond & Seek, a Christ-based minimal loungewear brand. Um... And I started this brand about almost a year and a half ago, and I had no experience in business before, Um, but after several tragedies that happened in my life, um, and not knowing what to do, God put this on my heart, and I've been, you know, just acting in obedience and um, building the brand out according to the vision that he gave me, Um, and yeah, I just love you know, to design clothes and I love to be comfortable. So it's so nice to be able to create pieces that people can wear when they're in their quiet time with Christ or maybe while they're out and about and um, spreading the gospel. And all of the pieces are minimal. Um, That's the whole, you know, concept and theme of the brand is that all the pieces are minimalistic in design meaning um, none of the designs will ever be anything loud or crazy just because I want people to focus on the words and what's written on the pieces versus just like, I think sometimes people get so caught up in design, like if there's too many graphics and art. Yeah. So that's just the whole reason why it is minimal. And then also the color palettes tend to be a little bit more minimal too, like very muted tones or, um, just, like, very few details, no, no, like, clashing of colors. You'll never really see, like, a neon pink with a neon blue font on it. It'll always be something that's super um, sleek so that if you have anything in your wardrobe prior that is a little bit more bolder, it will match perfectly with that. So I was thinking about the Christ-based element of just, like, ministering to people through the pieces and also just how people style their pieces with with, with what they have already.
0: I love that. It's like such a seamless way to incorporate the word into your your already everyday wardrobe. Um yes. I love the designs. I think they're beautiful, and I think a lot of times doing like sleek and minimal designs can be challenging for people. And I think you really pull it off. And congrats on your new launch of your Trust in the Lord. Is that the is that the official title of that collection? Um, so the whole collection is called the Lifestyle Edit. So the it okay. came
1: out parts so there was like a part one and a part two the part one was the exposed seam set set which said repent seek repeat and this one is the trust in the Lord set so all of the pieces from this collection are based around like just having a Christian lifestyle or what that means to just live a life onto the Lord and how that looks so it's called the lifestyle edit based off of just like the lifestyle of a christian because even at the photo shoots i'm just i'm asking the models like what would you do if you were in you know as a christian and we, they were like oh you know we worship we read our bible sometimes we take notes about what we were what we're writing in our study so then i made like a little video montage of like all the things that you know we do um so yeah that's like the 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 concept behind the edit also the photos are lifestyleish stylish compared to like other photo shoots that i've done where it's just than like, a solid white backdrop. This this one looks, like, more, like, in a living room setting and in a bedroom setting just because that is where I envision, like, people wearing their bondage seats. So um,
0: yeah. it was
1: just a change of scenery than the other shoots.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So how does your, like, idea process go in the sense of, like, letting God lead your business? And how do you include God, like, in your brainstorming process? Yeah, um, I ever since I started the brand, I always
1: said that God has to lead, like, every part of it or pretty much it's not going to work out. Like, I, in the past, have always, you know, tried to do things on my own, and I've seen the results of doing that. So this was the first – this was my step forward in just trying to be more obedient to him. So, like, whatever I do before – I, like, put something out. I'm always just asking God to, like, help me and guide me through the creative process and, like, what would you like people to know and what would really resonate with people and what – not only that, but what is he teaching me in this season? So if you take a look at any other – any of the collections that I came out with so far, um, around, like, this time last year, I had a a black set that said Pray About It. And in that time, I was just going through so much with – financially, like figuring out how I'm going to like continue the business as well as just being stressed because it was like my first few months in business and I was really nervous about it. Um And, and every time that I would feel any type of emotion, I would want to run to like friends and I would want to run to like other business owners. But then it was like, God just like kept telling me to pray about it instead of going to other people go to me first. So um all of those pieces are pretty much inspired by what he's telling me in my, like, walk with him as I'm building this brand, like, the Trust in the Lord, um, the most recent collection, that was just something that I had to do. I've been having a lot of legal (laughs) issues, Um, so, and I've been really, like, worried about how to go about it just because it's been really... Um, heavy on the business, but nobody really knows. But it's been really heavy on the business, and I just was just like, I'm at a point where I've done all I can do. So like, I just have to, you know, really trust that he's going to feed the brand through, and that whatever happens is in his will. Um, and that's why I put that on there because the whole scripture, if you know the full scripture of Proverbs three five to six, is trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding, and all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path, so that was, like, if you really, like, take time, and and this is what I do whenever I go about a collection, if you really take time to meditate on that scripture alone, it says do not lean on your own understanding, so, like, whatever you think, (laughs) whatever you're thinking, whatever you have understood your whole life, let all of that go, and I think sometimes when we walk with Christ we have issues with that because we're just like I'm so comfortable with the way I've been doing things or um things just feel like our way is better sometimes but it's like don't yeah. lean on that whatever you know let let it go and um just let him direct your path 100 percent um so yeah that was like uh, I'm sorry my answer is so long but it's like oh but that's fine. <laughs> but um Yeah, I think sometimes we just have to really, not even sometimes, all the time, and and that's why I really love the scripture. It says in all your ways, not in some of your ways, not in, in one or two of your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So I, you know, the big part of the brand, a lot of people also don't know like the full meaning of the title bond and seek, but it means to bond with Christ and to seek him daily. The same way you would bond with like an earthly father is the way you should bond with your heavenly father, be in his presence, get to know him. It's a relationship that you're building. Um, so I think sometimes people just, you know, can see it as like a Sunday thing or they see it as like, oh, when I'm going through something, that's what I'm going to speak to God thing. And it's just like, no, you have to be in his presence daily. Um so yeah, the sets are really inspired by what he's he's teaching me in the season, and I am very grateful to be able to 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 create these type of pieces that kind of kind of resonate with other people too. Because I think a lot of the time when I'm going through something, the BNS fam, which is what I call like the Bonnet-Seek family, um, they kind of are going through a lot of things that are similar too. So it's always it's always nice when I put off something and people are like, I needed this. Like I remember the first time I released. Yeah the images and people were like, I saw this on my feed and I just started breaking down and crying. Like, and I never think, it's so crazy because when I'm designing something like when God is putting something on my heart, I never really think that people are going to like respond in that way. So I'm always, it's always nice to hear. Um, But it just reminds me of how like God really works through the brand because it's so much bigger than me. And I, I'm so blessed that he has me doing it because I'm like, this brand is like so beautiful in every way. And every time I look at it, I'm just like this, you, it's not me it's it's really him because i i'm good but i'm not that good. like i know i'm good at doing a little bit of things but like god really he really just shows like his creativity and his his glory is really revealed in the brand so yeah that's pretty much he just pretty much like leads me and he puts the scripture on my heart like i'll just keep going back to something and then i'm like wait a minute this needs to go on um this needs to go on a piece of holding um And I always try to make it so that people understand who are non-believers. What I've seen with a lot of other brands is that they focus too much on, like, this. So, sorry, I'm, like, all over the place. When I first first started, um, I, I was really observing what was missing in the Christian apparel space. And what I've noticed is it often felt like it was kind of like a cool kids club. Like, if you're a Christian, you're a part of this whole, like, christian community which is great but i also try to focus on like bringing the non-believer into because that's what our assignments are i always tell people you may not know what you're supposed to do but everybody's called to make disciples of all nations you might not know exactly how that is supposed to pan out but you're supposed to do that so like i'm always trying to think of like how i can design pieces that everybody understands because a lot of the times people are wearing this in walmart and they're wearing it like in school. And if if you just put like a regular scripture with no context on a shirt, like, which is not bad to do, but I've seen some brands do it. It's like, it starts to feel like, well, you only would know this if you read the Bible, which is great, but what about the person who's never picked it up? So I'm always, that goes in the design process as well. Like how can a non-believer look at this and take something from it? Um, And it feel like they're a part of something too so that they can further, you know, want to seek God out for themselves. So that's, yeah. like, one thing that I try to do with every collection.
0: I mean, that's such a beautiful thing, too, because even, like, someone who's also new to their faith and kind of stepping into that space where they want to share it with others, but they're not going to go, like, plaster or verse on their shirt. And, like, with your designs, like you're talking about, even a brand-new believer that maybe hasn't shared, like, their faith with people quite yet, your pieces like offer that conversation, but without it being intimidating. So I think yeah. even in
1: that, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's like something that is, is really important to me. Cause like I said, I feel like sometimes as believers, we, we, we want to be surrounded by other Christians. And I think that's such a beautiful thing, but we also have to remember that we do have to make disciples of all nations and we have to spread the gospel. And while it's good to be surrounded by our community, we have to, we have to, like, there's so many souls that need to be saved. And there's so many people that don't really know about Jesus. And the funny thing is, when I used to hear people say that, I used to be like, I don't understand how people don't know about Jesus, because everybody knows the name Jesus. And I never really, it was, it wasn't until like, I really started building off the brand that I realized that a lot of people know the name Jesus, but a lot of people don't know his character and his attributes. So, like, when people, I think when people say a lot of people don't know Jesus, I think that's what they're saying. They don't know who he is at his core. Not necessarily they never heard of it. Because I was like, there's no way everybody on this earth has never heard the name Jesus. Because I was like, he's literally, like, the most popular, like, (laughs) I don't know. But like I said, I think it's more so speaking to, like, they don't know his attributes, and that's why when people sin, they don't understand the depths of how much it hurts. The sin is hurtful because they don't think. A lot of people don't even think their their sins are even sinful at all. They just think they're just living life. So yep. if you don't know the person who you're hurting, um, you're not going to think that anything needs to change. So I always tell people there's so much work you know we have to do in the kingdom, and that's why I'm always happy to do things like this. I mean, I never did a podcast, but I'm always happy to connect with people who are just spreading the gospel in different ways in different mediums, whether that's through, like, a podcast or through a clothing brand or through, you know, you know, any other form of ministry. So I'm excited okay. about this. So- <laughs>
0: well, I'm excited about all of your stuff. I honestly, whenever I see your TikToks pop up, which is, I usually mostly see your TikToks. Um, I get so excited because you're just so creative with all that stuff, but you're right there's so many different ways that we can be reaching unbelievers and like using the gifts God has given us. And so it's, it's just, like you said, it's crazy that no one would know Jesus, like hear of him with social media and just like everything that we have at our fingertips to spread his name and his character. So yeah, it's just crazy. Like there's so many resources now.
1: Yeah. There's so many resources.
0: Yeah. And it's so
1: amazing though, because, there's so many resources and there's so many cool ways that people are trying to connect. So I'm, I'm very, I'm very inspired by all of it. And I think there can never be enough um, of people that's doing it because this world is so big. And um, even the people that are doing it, there's still so many, I don't know, there's still, there's always going to be room for more. So like I love when people are always finding ways to creatively like convey the message.
0: So have you always been into fashion and like designing Oh, uh, uh, let me see how I can, I'm trying to think. I feel like
1: in high school, I feel like I went through like a fashion crisis. Like I didn't know what I was doing with clothes. I used to wear like leg warmers and plaid skirts and vests. And I used to do all these weird things, like purple stockings. And I didn't really understand fashion or how it made any sense to anything because up for like my whole elementary school life, and even my whole like junior high school life I went to catholic school and like private school so I always wore a uniform so like when I went to a public school um I went to performing arts high school and I saw like performing arts everybody's so eclectic when you get there it's like high school musical but it's so much more eclectic because I went to school in New York too so when I went there that's when I really started to like dabble into fashion and started to be like oh this is a thing like and it was such a such a learning curve because I had wore uniforms so I didn't know what I was doing and then I would just like look in magazines and kind of like piece things together and then we moved to a different part like my family moved to the suburbs and the fashion wasn't that good there but they did have more stuff at the high school so they have more classes um in fashion so I took a fashion class where it actually teaches you like how to sew and how to make dresses and stuff like that and I realized that I was no good at that at all but I realized that I did like I did have like a love for just like putting pieces together and I always said I might not be the one who's actually sewing it together but as far yeah. as like visioning it like I definitely think that I'm like really good strong at that so yeah I never really had like in the beginning stages I never really had a natural fashion sense I can never say that but I think it has developed over the years after like watching and just observing and seeing what works for like different body types and that's even something that I struggle with with the brand because like I'm trying to expand and do like plus sizes and then big things get different. So it's, it's challenging, but definitely not natural. Definitely learned about fashion. Um, So, yeah.
0: How did it feel or like, what did it look like when God called you to start this business? Maybe like, did you feel qualified Um, or was that, was there that nervousness to start? It was
1: like, I did kind of feel a bit qualified because it was loungewear. Like, if it was outside of it, I probably wouldn't. Like, if it was, like, anything outside of, like, maybe if it was, like, I don't know, like, a gown or something, I wouldn't. But I was, like, okay, I know this. Like, I, I know sweats. I know yeah. I know pullovers. I know hoodies. I know even other comfy clothes, like knit sets, cardigans, like, whatever's, like, soft and, like, blankets and quilted yeah. chunky I was, which I want to do in the future too. But I was like, I know that I know how to be comfortable. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I didn't feel super qualified, but that wasn't my biggest fear when I started the business, honestly. So I wasn't really thinking about that. Um, my biggest fear, and I know this wasn't a question, but it it kind of relates to what you asked. Um, my biggest fear was, um, I was like, okay, if I start this Christ-based business, people are going to know for sure that I'm 100% a Christian. People knew before, but I feel like everybody says they were a Christian, so, like, people weren't really, I don't know if people really took it seriously. Um, I was like, once I put this brand out, everyone's going to know, like, everybody on the face, whoever knows me, (laughs) rather, um, is going to know, and it's so, like, I travel a lot. I do a lot of solo traveling, and I'm always talking about the business. And I, because I, people say, "Oh, what do you do for work?" And then I'm like, "Oh, well I do this." So it was it's something that clearly identifies me as a believer. So my biggest fear was like people going to like my personal Instagram, um, and they being like, "Oh, she's not really Christian. Look at this. Look at this. And look at this." That was my biggest fear. That I, it wasn't really about the designs. It wasn't about um, you know, any of the business stuff. It was just about like how people viewed me because. I don't know. I guess, like, as a Christian, I don't know if you've ever felt like this way, maybe in the beginning of a walk at any point, as much as you are not really concerned about people. So sometimes it does affect you. Like, sometimes you're like, oh, my goodness, you know, I'm trying my best to learn and grow. And, you know, I just need people to support me in that. Like, I, I sometimes felt like at least growing up in the church, um, I didn't really get, like, that point. Like, if you were looking crazy at church or if you didn't wear something right, like, everybody just either looked at you or they, you kind of got, like, reprimanded or something. So, like, when I came out with the brand, I was just like, this is the boldest step that I would take in my shape thus far because it's like, whenever I can't go around it, like, I'm going to be promoting on my personal page. I'm going to be promoting it whenever I travel. Whenever somebody asks me about my job, I'm going to be pretty much following the gospel because it's hard for me not to. And I'm very clear about what the mission's about and that it's about Christ. And I, you know, I try to say Christ as much as possible, which is Mm -hmm. funny because whenever I speak to somebody else, they're always like God and I'm always like Christ. And this is something that I really try to do just because like, I know that people have their own gods and, that's a comfort word to people. And to me, God means the same thing. But I think to, to other people, they hide behind that. And I knew when I started this brand, like that's why I call it a crisis business. Cause I wanted to be very clear about like what I'm doing. So as much as I was scared about it, I was also excited cause I was like, this is what I needed. I want to, I want to represent my father proudly. Like, I don't want to be ashamed. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be, you know, so inclusive. I used to be this really inclusive person. If you ask me though, like I used, I'm, I, w- I used to be like, I love everybody. I love this. I love, and I'm still like that now, but it was just like, I accept it, whatever. I was just like, just be yourself, just do this. I was that type of person. So it, when I, you know, started this brand, that was like my fear because I was just like automatically when pe- when people know that you're like serious about your walk with Christ, they get like all of these stipulations about, whoever they experienced before, what other Christian they experienced. And then they kind of put that on you and you have to kind of carry that weight of whoever, you know, they had a bad experience, with or whatever. So um, that was my biggest fear. It wasn't any design issues. It wasn't about if I felt like I was in a good design, it was just strictly about like that part particularly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, that is a big step in faith to honestly do that. and And I can – relate to you and I know like even in high school where I'd say I was like a Christian or a follower of Jesus but I was very much like well it's just going to depend on who I'm around or things like that so I think I kind of grew in similar aspects of like well I am a follower of Jesus like Jesus is Mm -hmm. my father being very like a lot more open about it and even my grand higher battle just same thing, kind of stepping out in that and like, I don't care who knows (laughs) and um, stuff like that. But I mean, it took spiritual maturity to be able to step out and do that. But that's so exciting for you. And so did God make it really clear that you were meant to start this business? Like, did you have uh, another job and you had to like leave that and, and start your business or how did that look? So I had another
1: job, but I had gotten fired from that job um, at the beginning of the pandemic. So I was at a point where I was trying to figure out what to do next. And I w- I, I've been a social media manager for the past five years. So I thought that I was planning on being a social media manager, like a freelancer. I was just going to do my own thing, you know, take my own clients and do that whole thing. I was ready. I was building out the Wix website for it. Like, I was just like, I was convinced that I was going to do that. I mean, I still do social media now but different. Uh, way more than that. But I just thought that I was gonna do that. Um, and then I just um well, okay, so I have to share my whole I guess testimony so that everything kind of makes sense. So I was basically well, no, I was pregnant uh in January of twenty twenty. Um, my significant other had passed away in November of twenty nineteen. So I'm 2019, he passed away. Then I lost the baby in January 2020, and then I got fired in March 2020. So I had a series of events that happened. So I was so stressed out, so depressed, so sad, so hurt, so broken. So I took a trip to Bali because that's, like, where people, I guess, go to, I don't know, get themselves together. So I was just like, I want to go to Bali. Um, so I took a trip to Bali, but this was at the beginning of the pandemic, like, the first – week of March. At this point, people were still laughing, like, ha the pandemic's not serious. So That's why I went, because everybody made it seem like it was serious. Even at the airport, I wore a face mask. And everybody was just, like, looking at me weird, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was just, like, I heard there's something, so I'm just going to be cautious. But, um, so I went to Bali, and that whole time, I fasted on the trip. I really don't recommend doing that, though, because <laughs> there was so much food that I wanted to try, but I did a 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. fast, and I was there for a month. Um, but I have passed the whole trip and what I pretty much wanted to do was open my, like, I just wanted to he- clearly hear from God undistracted. Like I was in this beautiful country. I was, you know, on the beach half of the time or in some Amazonian place. And I just wanted to you take advantage of that opportunity to figure out what my next steps were. So I was like planning out, um, to be a social media manager and God just like, nothing was working out with it. Like, I was trying to get the website together. The website wasn't coming together. I was getting frustrated with the process. And just something about it, I can't explain it. It just didn't feel right. Like, when I had got, when I got back home to the States, I was just like, okay, this is not working. And I just prayed about it. I continued to just be in his presence. Um, and I guess, like, one day I was just shopping because I was just like, if I'm going to be home, at this point, you know, we were at this part of the pandemic where there's no tissue at any of the stores and all of that. Um, yeah. But I was just like, Hey, everybody's working from home. Like I want some work from home clothes too. So I was starting to shop and think about, you know, supporting a Christian wear. Cause I was like, if I'm going to buy lounge wear, why not buy something that's like supporting, you know, showing off my face. So I was looking for a brand and I was just like, I need something that's minimalistic. At the time I was a minimalist. Like, you know, my whole room is, well, my whole room is still beige, literally. My whole room is beige and gold, and that's it. And at the time, I had, like, one piece of furniture, room. Like I was like, I don't, I didn't like having stuff. It's not like that now, because I have a business, so I have a lot of a lot of things, but yeah. at the time, like, there's nothing that, there's no brand out there that really has, like, this minimalistic aesthetic that's, like, a, a Christian business. And I was just like, why is that? I was like, that's so weird. And I would look, and then I, would, I wouldn't see joggers. I wouldn't see, like, full outfits. And then I was just like, I had the idea, and I was just like, this sounds so crazy. So then I, I just went to God with it, and I just, like, kept praying about it. And then I would just see stuff, like, on TV. Then I would read a book that would confirm that. It was just so crazy. Somebody, a stranger, would say, like, you're, you know, you're supposed to do this. It was so crazy, like, a series of events that happened. Like, whenever I would turn, it was pointing me to, like, starting a business. I would either see something on TV that's like, do you want to start a business? And then I would read something in the book that talked about starting a business. And it wasn't, like – first of all, I don't really believe in coincidences anyway, but it was just like a series of these things. So then I was just like, God, do you want me to start a business? Like, is this what you want me to do? Um, So then, yeah, I just kind of kept praying and fasting and just, and asking him, like, if, you know, do you want me to do this? And if this is something you want me to do, just, like, guide me through it and give me the, the resources that I need because I never had a business before. Um I didn't know nothing about business past social media, and business is so much more than just social. So I was just, like, and then he kept just giving me the resources. There would be people that would just be, like, I just want to help you. Like, I normally charge people, but I just want to help you. And I was, like, what? <laughs> like, if things just oh. kept happening, I was just, like, why? Um and yeah, like I would just, I was, you know, whenever I would run out of money, money would just come to continue the business. And it was just things that I think, I think sometimes God speaks to you that way too, through like his provision, because he's Jehovah Jireh, he's a provider. So he would just provide in that way. And I didn't see it with the social media thing that I was trying to do. Like I didn't see that same provision. Like nothing was working with that one. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of you know, how I knew, and I, I think he really did give me the creative direction in terms of the minimalistic part, because, like, I don't think he's too concerned with that, but I think, you know, as far as, like, the overall messaging of the pieces and um everything else, like, just the community that I'm trying to build, and he definitely gave me that, like, vision, and I would just pray to him, like, okay, if this is what's the problems that I see in like the Christian community, like everybody's saying it's so hard to find Christian friends. So how can bond seek be a a place where they can come and feel like they have like a friend through the brand. So like, I would just keep praying about different things that I saw and and just like, what do I feel like is missing in my walk that other people may need? And that's how the brand kind of was built through me going to, to, to being in God's presence. Consistently, Like, when I was building this brand, I mean, I still am in His presence now, but when I was building the brand, I didn't do anything unless I felt like it was revealed to me through scripture or, you know, mostly through scripture. Like, I would read something and then it would be confirming to me. But I was just like, I need to make sure that before I invest all of this money, because to have a business is so expensive, yeah. <laughs> but before I invest all of this money, I need to know that I'm going to be in obedience and I'm not doing this because I want to do it and the funniest thing is I knew it wasn't because I wanted to do it because I never wanted to have a business it's so funny like people used to ask a few years ago to would you ever start a business I used to be like ew like I used to think it was so because I knew it was so expensive and I knew all the responsibility would fall on me I never like my friends laugh now because they're like to you I'm I'm not surprised because of the work ethic but you never wanted a business so like when i was going through the process of building i knew it wasn't because i wanted to do it because i I didn't want to do it because it was too risky to me i'm not a big risk taker um so yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much how
0: that went a lot of people i feel like when they're they're not sure what to do next or they're not sure if they should step out in faith or they're like i don't know if i should start a business all these things They're just asking a bunch of questions, but they're not doing, like, what you said, where you had to be obedient. You had to actually be in God's presence. You had to listen. Like, it's communication with God in order for him to then, like, speak to you clearly. And I think there's such, there's, like, that gap where people are, like, I'm going to pray and ask if I should do this. And then they don't allow that space for God to show up, like how he Um, gave you very clear signs and confirmations. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad you said that because I feel like whoever's listening, like that is probably your next best step, if you haven't yet, is to leave that space open for God to actually respond to your prayer. Yeah. And I think it's also crazy that you said you never wanted to start a business because similar to me, I just released a devotional book, and same thing, like, if you would have asked me if I was going to be an author in a couple of years, I would have thought you were crazy. Like, <laughs> I never wanted to be an author or anything like that. But similar to your story, God confirmed in so many ways that that's just what he needed me to do next to be a vessel for him and um, to get his word out. And so I love that. Like, that's why I love talking to other business owners who are also, like, also have a relationship with Christ.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's so good, because um, a lot of people don't. You'll be surprised, and I don't know if you've noticed this in conversation, or maybe just by observing, being like an observer, but a lot of people start things that are good things, and I always say this on my live. Some people, you guys have good ideas. People have good ideas, but does God want you to do that? Just because it's something that's good doesn't mean it's something that is your assignment, um, and I think it's so many people just go off of what they feel like doing and what they think is a good idea. And they don't really um, seek the Lord out on the things that they have, you know, the plans that they have. They're just like, don't go to God and like, I need you to approve this for me. Instead of just asking him like, Lord, what do you want me to do? We go to him after our mind's already made up and just like sign this off. (laughs) That's how we, and I've done it. I've done it too. Like I'm not saying it like I've never done it. I do it too. Um, But I think we just have to, I think that's why it's so important to just make your relationship with him a daily thing so that you're always considering his will um, and you're not getting, you know, too, you know, self-righteous or even just self-ambitious even. Like you start to think, oh, this person's doing it, so I should do it. And that's not really how that works. It's like whatever God has for you, um, it might not be what somebody else is doing. It might be what they're doing, but It might look different for you or it might not be that at all. But just make sure that you are in his presence and that that is something he wants you to do before you jump into it. Because it's it's very dangerous. And I, I say this all the time. It's very dangerous being outside of the Lord's will. Very, 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 very dangerous. And I've done it for many, 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 many years. And this is why I always tell people I will never be who I, I would never go back to the world because I knew who I was and I knew what I was struggling with. And I did everything by myself. I tried everything under the sun by myself and nothing worked out. It might work out for a little bit. It might work out, you know, for yeah. a month or so, but like ultimately being outside of his world is just a very dangerous thing, even if it's a good thing that you're doing. Um, so you just have to, you just have to pray. You have to pray for discernment and you have to pray for guidance Um And you have to read your word. Here's another thing, too. Like, a lot of people just don't read their word. A lot of people will pray but not read the word. You have to do both of them. Like, you have to, because prayer is how you speak to God, and then, like, his word is how he speaks back to you. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you're just acting and you're just going to him, like, oh, I need this, I want to do this, but you're not giving him that platform. I mean, he he could speak to you through any way, not just through the word, but that's, like, one of the main ways. So, if you're just, like, bypassing that you're missing out on what your assignment is or what, you know, he wants you Mm -hmm. to do. But I think a lot of people just, myself included, just need to stay in prayer and stay in in scripture.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm also someone who I'll fall into the busyness trap and then not read the Bible every day how I want to or should. Mm -hmm. Um, But the beautiful thing is we can always turn back to that and we can always change those habits. And one thing I always say and try to advise people with is like, "How can you recognize God's voice and God's language if you're not reading God's Word? Amen. I feel like you're not be able to receive it if you don't. It's like you're you're just not aware of it Amen. so along along with uh being in God's presence, what do you think would be another piece of advice you can give someone who's trying to start a business
1: um I would say to, I mean, yeah, so there's being in his presence. And then there's also, you know, the research that you still have to do too. So I think sometimes a lot of people, um, they're just like waiting for God to do every little morsel of the assignment. And sometimes he'll give you an assignment and you have to walk confidently in that and confidently in everything else that he's given you for the duration of your life. Like he's giving you like thing that you've been through in the past is preparing you for the moment that you're in. So like whatever, all the skills and tools and the good things that you, the things that you're good at is preparing you for whatever he told you to do. So you have to use those resources and incorporate them into your new assignment. And I think that's something that I did too. So like I was always really good at researching and I was always good at like deep research. Like a lot of people, they'll look at the first page of Google and that's it. But, like, me, I'm on the first, second, third, fifth page. I'm watching YouTube videos. I'll go to a library if I have to. I'll interview different business owners. I'll, you know, take a course. Like, I'm very, like, thorough with my research. So, But that was always something that I had. So whatever, after you're in his presence, and you should continue to do that while you build the business, go do the actual research of, like, how to start a business. What's the difference between, like, an LLC and a sole proprietor? Um you know, how how much should you need to start the business that you're trying to create? Every business is going to have a different budget, depending on what that is. But get an idea, you know. There's, there's small business TikTok, which is great, too, because it's a community of business owners, and they're always sharing, like, business tips and what kind of e-commerce platform you should be on. Like, whatever tools you need, you have to be able to go out there and, like, research it and a lot of people they just like oh god's going to ha- going to help me and do this and do this it's like yeah but you have to like give you got to push a little bit too like he, he's going to help but he's also giving you the things that you need to to go confidently um You know, I guess not by yourself, but go confidently without, like, waiting for him to do every little thing. So that's the second piece of advice, like, to just do the research of what it takes to have a business. What do you need? What are the pros and cons of having a business? Like, just basic, general things that I think people overlook. Um, And I think once you do that, you know, that will take you into another or deeper research. Everything is going to take you deeper and deeper once you start doing that research. So that's the second advice like i said interview people ask them like what have you learned from your business listen to podcasts like this one um and you know other business podcasts be careful though if you're a christian though uh because some of them you know some people do say things why i like having uh conversations with other christian business owners because people the things that apply to some people don't really apply to us in the sense like there's some things I don't know. I, I don't know if you know what I mean. I don't even have a good example, yeah. but like business things that I'm always like, eh. um. Yep. I guess just ask yep. God for discernment on those other po- other podcasts and things like that. But just just be be mindful of the things that you're taking as well.
0: Like even encouragement podcasts and like motivational podcasts, same thing. Like you still, right. no matter if you're getting your research. And your resources, like you still need to make sure you're fact checking it with the Bible and what God's calling you to do. Because even the motivational speech ones you're sometimes like, uh I don't know if that sounds right, but yeah,
1: you, you have to you have to protect uh your temple. And a lot of people consider the temple just as like the body, but like also your mind too is a part of that. And like you have to just be really mindful of like what you're taking in. And this is something that I've learned you know over the course of having a business too like even and I this is probably a different conversation within itself but even like the music you listen to and, and the the shows that you watch and you just have to be very very careful and tread lightly when you're walking with Christ just because there are so many things that you don't see that is kind of like that could affect the way your your thought process like Maybe you'll see a business tip where somebody's like, Go do this or you just gotta manifest it. I don't know. I hear all these crazy stuff. I don't know. You yep. just gotta go do this and do this. The power is within you. Um, you have all the all that you need within yourself to make this happen. Like, be very careful <laughs> with those types of things. Um, just because even if you might start actually believing that at a certain point, like you're yep. like oh, Resort back to scripture with anything. So while you're listening to those, just be mindful, be very, be very careful, and ask God to just give you some discernment on what you should be watching and stuff and listening to. Yeah.
0: But yes, yeah. God and God and you are a team. So it's like, why not pull your weight and be that vessel? Because like He gives you the call, and now He's going to use you to like see it through and to advance His kingdom. So yes, he can do it all himself, but the beautiful thing is that he wants to collaborate with us, and he wants, like, he has this beautiful plan for us, so it's, it's honest, like, I honestly, I do it, too, but it kind of, like, hurts my heart sometimes when people want God to just do everything, because I'm, like, it's an honor that he is, like, Peyton, go start a business, yeah. and I get to, like, do that with him.
1: Yeah. Exactly. But that's something that we just have to, I don't know, that's just something that we have to know, that that although he's given us an assignment, there are parts of it that we do have to just follow through on um, with yeah. the resources that are made available to us. And there are so many, and I always tell people, if I was starting a business back in like twenty. I don't know, 2016 even, or 2015, it will be different. But because, like, the way everything is, you can learn everything through YouTube. You, there's a course for everything. There's free courses. Like I always tell people, you could take, like, courses on, like, HubSpot Academy. It'll teach you about SEO, email marketing, social media marketing, like whatever. There's a bunch of free resources. There's small business TikTok, which a lot of people rely on. Um, there's just, like, so many things to help you. Um yep. that it's not really an excuse to why you can't really get the information that you
0: need. That's true. Um, what would you say over your year and a half of having bonded seek has been your favorite part and your least favorite part? My favorite part is definitely um
1: the mission, which is inspiring others to see Christ daily and the community. Honestly, yeah, my favorite part is the the community and the mission that connects us all. I love speaking to my brothers and sisters in Christ. Some days I'm just like, I wish I could just only do that. I don't, the, the part that I don't like is the business stuff. Like, whatever's business related, I really don't like doing any of that. Like, I have to do it, but I don't like doing it. If I could just sit and speak to the brothers and sisters like I speak to them I pray for them the voice memos like they're they always tell me what's going on their husband did this or this I hear so many things that I'm always like interceding for people um and they're just always asking like how can they their parents are not saved but they want to tell their parents and it's just like I love having conversations with the body and we just support each other and I I love that part and people always say to me like oh, you would get so many more uh, customers if it wasn't like a Christian man. And I always so, say I would, if it wasn't, I always say that if it wasn't, I wouldn't have done it. Um, This is like a dream to be able to talk about Jesus for, for any, for a living. Like, this is amazing. So yeah, that's my favorite part. My least favorite part, like I said, anything business, but specifically just like getting sales and being worried about like, how are you going to get sales? Like, I don't like... That part of, like, and this is the thing, this is the first time, and I was saying this in my talk with God the other day or the other week, this is the first time in my life where I had to fully step out on faith. Like, I always knew where my money was coming from. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to get paid on Friday. That was how I lived my life. Always knew that money was coming every single week. This is the first time where every day, every week, I'm just like, well, I don't know, I don't know. Um, And that's the hardest part is, like, you have to kind of get sales often. I mean, it's just the whole part of, like, what am I going to do to get sales? So it's like, oh, am I going to do a TikTok video? Am I going to do an ad? Am I going to do an Instagram story? Am I going to put out an email? And that whole part I don't really care for particularly just because um, you just got to have a balance because at the end of the day, you do have to still get sales because, yeah, it is still a business. But you also have to remember it is a Christ-based business, and you have to trust in the Lord, which is what I love to say. Uh, You have to trust in the Lord and and know that he's going to provide. So, yeah, do the stuff that you're supposed to do. Still do those emails. Still do social media posts or whatever, your influencer marketing, whatever you're doing. Um, But remember that at the end of the day, he's in control. And this was really exemplified um, with Black Friday, so, like, recently, my TikTok videos haven't really been performing well. Like, I would post it, and I used to get, like, all of these views, and nothing would hit the way I wanted to. Nothing would take off the way I was expecting. Um, So, when it, Black Friday came, I was a little bit nervous, and that's why I didn't even order that much inventory, because I was just like, well, I might not get as much as last year, because last year was, like, really big for businesses and TikTok because, like, everybody was, like, shopping, because um, it was the first year of the pandemic, so – I was a little concerned about the response. And literally, I got to a point where I was just like, you know what? I don't even care if I get a cell or not. I'm just going to leave it in the Lord's hands. I can't do this. I can't stress anymore. Even if I stress, here's the thing, too. Even if you stress, it's not going to change anything. So you might as well give it to God anyway. If you did worry and sit there like, I'm going to do this, it's not going to change the situation. So, like, I was just like, I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to do what I'm going to do, like, in terms of, like, doing the emails and the SMS marketing. I'll do all of that. But the rest is in the Lord's hands. Like, I can't make somebody add a product to, to the cart. I can't physically go on their phones or their computers and make them add things. So I just have to, like, leave it. And when I tell you, I was so, like, certain sizes were sold out within minutes. Like, I had just edited the website, and I just, okay. like, relaunched the new homepage. And, like, 30 seconds later, people already were checking out. And I was just like, how oh. how the product wasn't even there five seconds ago? And you guys, they just moved up like, to see the light. And then that was so amazing because I, I didn't have TikToks. Uh, you know, engagement or views or anything, and it still really went well. So I think sometimes, too, like, you really just have to trust trust in God and not worry about, like, the metrics or, like, the performance of things too much. But, yeah, that's what I don't like is that I have to do all of that stuff. But I love, 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 love speaking to other believers and just having a brand like this where we can talk about things. And it's so interesting because everybody's at a different point, a different in their walk with Christ so some people are super new to it Um, some people have been saved for years so it's always nice just to hear to have different interactions with with people and see where they're at and help them Um, and just have that accountability partner that's why I I don't know if you've seen the stories like um, did you spend time with Christ today so many people appreciate that because so many people you'll be surprised like even myself included how we'll just start a whole entire day without really giving God something Um. We'll just keep going and going and going. And then when we look think about it and people see that post, they're like, oh, my goodness, like, I really didn't <laughs> spend any time I, I did it, but I'm going to go do it now. So,
0: I just today actually did my morning devotional. I got out of the habit for a little bit, and I was like, you know what? Like, God literally gives me the breath of my lungs. First thing in the morning, and I have have the audacity to not, like, include him in my day. Like, I'm like, we got to get back on track real quick.
1: I feel so much better. The, here's the thing, too, and I don't know if you could relate, but, like, I always feel so much better once I'm in his presence. Almost to the point where I'm just like, why did I just do this to begin with? Like, whenever I read my word and I'm just, like, in prayer and I'm worshiping, when I leave, like, when it's ending, I feel like a weight. I could be having the worst, like, you know, situation. But then I just feel like a weight was lifted, and then I'm just like, okay, I can get through this day. Like, I know that mm-hmm. I can get through. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. I, I feel like he he really sustains us, and he gives us um the strength. It's so mm-hmm. evident
0: in just talking to you right now and even seeing, like, the content you put out and... Um, Like the work you put into your collections that you are like fully going to the Lord to be filled up in order for you to do anything and everything you do. So I just, I just want you to know that it's like so clear that you're doing all this for the Lord. And it's just, I, it's so exciting.
1: Yes, I'm so all glory goes to God. Cause I'm, so, I literally, I think that's like one of my biggest like personal missions is that people can see Christ in what I'm doing, and not being like, oh, Tisha doing this because she wants to do it because. I mean, I want to do it, but, like, (laughs) some days you'll be surprised. And and I know you know because you have a business too, but I want to quit more often than people think. And I always say this. I'm always, like, I'm a solo traveler, so I'm just, like, I just want to be in Portugal somewhere on some beach in some type of villa living my life (laughs) and meeting people and going out to dinners and doing that. Like, I would love to do something else. Um, But, no, (laughs) I I say that jokingly, but it's it's not – It's not really my doing. So I'm very happy that God, like you said, uses us as vessels to do so. And I'm just blessed to be able to do it. And I hope that people see Christ in everything that I do.
0: Um, I was just going to ask you the last question. So every guest that comes on for season two, I end it with asking them this question that you can fill in the blank. So because I trusted God with my business, I was set free from. Mm, That's
1: good, because I trusted God with my business. I was set free from wanting all the control. Like, I feel like I'm the control. Like, I used to be such a control freak. Like, I had to control this. I had to know what's happening next. And I really surrendered it all to Christ because of this business. And the business truly changed. I mean, God changed my life, but He used the business to, to transform it further. So,
0: yeah. That's so good. Well, it has been honestly an honor for you to be on this podcast. You're just full of wisdom. Uh, if, for those of you who want to connect with T. Shay and want to go to Bond and Seek and just shop on her store, where can they find you? Like where's the best place that they can go connect with you?
1: So you can visit com, which is the website, and that's where you can like purchase loungewear, but also you can visit Bond and Seek's Instagram. It's just B-O-N-D-A-N-D-S-E-E-K, so Bond and Seek on Instagram. And you can just follow the account, and we we have like a mini devotional series and you could just join in on the conversations and eventually there'll be an app that will connect us a little bit better. But for now, the Instagram and the website is the best places to like connect.